0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jackson Young. I'm your host of the Unlimited NFL Podcast.
1: Uh, once again, I'm here with my co-host Owen. Owen, how was Week Four for you? Week Four was all right, outside of the events of last Thursday night, where the Packers were down to the Lions 27 three at halftime. They actually, you know, made a valiant effort in the second half, but. Lost that game in a game that was not as close as the final score, just as we predicted. Outside of that, week four was pretty good. Um, I cannot believe we're going into week five already. The season, I feel like, has gone by really fast. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. It- it really has. It,
0: that's how it goes. You wait all off season for football, and you get in the season, and just it,
1: just it's like fun. that, it's, it's week five already, and quarter of the season. We're basically a quarter into the season. It's crazy. Um, yeah. We speaking of that Lions and
0: Packers game, we both picked that right.
1: Yeah, we both picked the Lions. Um, I thought it'd be more competitive than it was, though. Yeah. Uh, well, your your team didn't have. Uh, the no. best showing in week four either. <laughs> no,
0: I I was predicting that to be a, lo- a loss by two touchdowns.
1: <sighs> it was more than two touchdowns. Yeah. So have you? Are you? Are you, now? We're two years plus four games into Mac Jones's tenure. You out? You done? Yeah, I I'm officially done with Mac Jones. Uh, as of last week. It's a shame because like he had a promising rookie year and yeah. just. It just hasn't worked out. hes I just don't think he's athletic enough to be a good starter in the NFL no. in this day and age.
0: We we need to draft a quarterback next year. Um, yeah. Or I should say they. They need to draft, draft a quarterback next year. I'm thinking that the Patriots are going to finish, like, probably somewhere in the middle pack of the league. Maybe. Back yeah, they, middle. they'll manage to. Back middle, so they're going to have, like, I don't know. They're not going to have a high pick, but...
1: They, they, they should be able to find a decent quarterback. It's a deep quarterback class. I mean, they're not going to – I don't think they'll be bad enough, despite their showing on Sunday. I don't think they'll be bad enough to be in the Caleb Williams – No drake may michael Penix jr conversation but yeah there's a lot of guys that could go in the first round that could be available um so we'll see what happens obviously there's we say the season's going by so fast but there's still a ton a ton of season left so we'll see how that all goes um another team that did not have a good showing in week four and quite frankly has not had a good showing in any of the weeks this season the cincinnati Bengals, uh one and three lost 20 27 to three to the Tennessee Titans. And it feels like this is kind of a recurring theme on this podcast is talking about how much the Bengals have stunk this year, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. They've scored three touchdowns in four games. And anytime you score fewer touchdowns than games played, that's not a good sign. Three points against the Titans defense um, who have been lackluster at best in the secondary this season and the Bengals offense Joe Burrow and company could only muster a field goal on their opening drive, and that was it. So, Jack, I'll let you go first. Are you writing off the Bengals? Like, I, I just, I'll let you go first. Is, uh, is, is this over? Is their season over on October fourth, or could they, you know, at least come around to respectability at the very least this season?
0: Um. Well, to start off, I I didn't think the Bengals would win this game. If I'm being real, we didn't pick this game, but this is one of those games that I put in my mind that I didn't think the Bengals were going to win because I didn't think their offense was going to come around. And the Titans have a good enough defense to give them issues. They have a really good front four. Um, yeah. They have the best run defense in the NFL. Um, yeah. And you saw that with Joe Mixon not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and their receivers didn't do much. Um, T. Higgins went out T. Higgins got injured again he's he's really injury prone and it makes me concerned for his future because it seems like every year he's dealing with a hamstring injury a leg injury a concussion I
1: feel like you're Getting Higgins mixed up with uh, Mike Williams of the Chargers. Higgins, Higgins was healthy last year. Um, he's been healthy. Maybe I am, yeah. But yeah, because they're similar players. But This year he's had injury problems. Yes, he has. It's a theme
0: of the Bengals' offense this year. And I am not completely out on the Bengals yet because Joe Burrow is not completely healthy. It's my opinion that they should sit him, right, until they're, yeah. they're by – uh, I think that's next week or the week after. One or two. It's it's week seven, so they have two yeah. games. Um yeah. yeah. They should sit him from now until then. And I've I've heard a lot of Bengals like writers and uh media say that. Um, to get Joe Burrow healthy because clearly he's not healthy right now and it's not helping playing him. And the calf the calf is the calf injury is – y I've never really heard of it, but it's it's not good putting it's on his plant leg i think right i believe
1: yes yeah it's
0: not good to put that pressure on it you know and i think he just needs to sit and uh jake browning take over and i don't know what their schedule is going forward but if they can get one maybe two wins in the next three weeks that would keep them their ship afloat until burrow comes back healthy and then their offense you know it has the highest ceiling in the league so that that's my opinion on the Bengals. I think they're okay. It's not it's not the worst situation that there is in the league, you know, on
1: offense. But I mean, yeah, because the Bears and Panthers exist, but it yeah. sure isn't good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Those are my thoughts on the Bengals. Just the Bengals. So the they you picked them to when we made our preseason predictions. You picked them to win the AFC and go to AFC, the AFC. Uh, yeah, champions. Yes, that's uh, I, I, I'm not sure. So the Bengals they're 1 and 3 they have statistically have the worst offense in football. Um Burrow has been awful this season. I understand he's injured. Um I you say they should sit him now. They should have sat him the first two games. I don't think he should have played against the Browns in their season opener. I don't think he should have played against the Ravens in week 2. His season debut probably should have been the Rams game last Monday night mm-hmm. or this most recent game against the Titans. So they have their 1 and 3 which obviously is not good. They have two games before their bye. They play Arizona next uh on Sunday and then they play Seattle and then they have their bye. Uh yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I think they're going to play them though. Like I don't Yeah, they are They're uh, in exactly. win now mode, you know. I mean, they have to. I mean, you can't get the 1 and 4. Yeah. So I think if they want if their season is going to be salvageable at all, they need to win these next two games. Um it says a lot. It says a lot with the way they've played this year that I'm not confident they'll beat the Cardinals. I think they, I'll pick them, but like I don't feel confident in that pick. The Cardinals have been better this year, which is which would have sounded insane four weeks ago. But that's just that's just the way it's gone. Um, I, I I don't think I don't think they. They're out as a team that could make the Super Bowl, I think they could maybe get it together enough to make the playoffs, but I just don't think the Super Bowl is happening this year. Like, how often do you see it? See a team start the way this team has and go on a deep playoff run? It's just not often. Not often, and. Their schedule. I mean, Arizona is obviously winnable game. Even though, like I said, the Cardinals will look better this year. Seattle's not a Seattle's not an easy game. Uh, and then after the bye, they have San Francisco and Buffalo, in week eight in week eight and nine. That's rough. That's really rough. That is, and then in week eleven, I don't. I'm not sure they play. I, they play Houston week ten. Okay, that's a winnable game. Although I say that winnable, but it's it's. Not the Texans, the Texans have been better than the Bengals this year, <laughs> uh, and then the Ravens. So they need to be. They get, stretch. If they lose the Cardinals, I it's over. I think the season's over. Which whenever your season ends in week five, when you were seen as Super Bowl contenders, it's never a good. It's never a good thing. So they they got to win these next two games. You got to go into that game like in in San Francisco in week eight at three and three. And then you have like, then you, you, it's eligible, it feels like, but this offense is just a disaster right now. And if Burrow continues to be, you know, uh, diminished with his, with his leg injury, it's just, it's, I don't see it how it's going to get any better. And so, um, yeah, it's not good in Cincinnati, but it's not yeah. Um, It is good in Philadelphia, though, the team that both of us picked to win the Super Bowl this season. It wasn't easy against the Commanders on Sunday, though. They had to go to overtime to beat the Washington Commanders at home. They won by a score of 34-31. Jalen Hurts had his best game of the season by far, throwing for 320 yards and two touchdowns, including what – should have been the game winner to AJ Brown. And then the Eagles defense who we'll get to here in a bit allowed Sam Howell to drive uh, almost about 75 yards to score a game tying touchdown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the Eagles are now four and oh, they're one of two undefeated teams along with the, their NFC contender uh, contemporary, the 49ers what are your thoughts on this game jack like they're 4-0 the eagles are 4-0 but like do you have concerns cuz i i i'll get to my thoughts in a bit but i think them being this close is concerning um do you have concerns about the eagles defense at all they're uh in their secondary yes yeah yeah, yeah. that's what but, i meant
0: specifically that's literally the only union on the team i'm concerned about though like they they have a really good front they have good linebackers, and their secondary is just kind of meh. Their corners are good. Slay yeah. and Bradbury
1: are good. Their safeties are, their safeties are rough.
0: But, yeah, yeah. As a whole, no, they're not playing well. They're getting shredded by Sam Howell, which, to be fair to him, he played a great game. And I yeah. watched most of that game. Um, and that last drive was just amazing. Like, right. it was just – Impressive. Yeah. Seat football. And – Sam Howell is coming up with clutch plays. They converted a few fourth downs on that drive. I think one or two maybe. But uh, I think they got yeah. Yeah. It was clutch drive and uh as for their offense, um explosive, a lot more explosive plays this week than we've seen in previous weeks before with AJ Brown going off and he's going to be in contention for the player, for my player of the week, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Um I'm not really worried about the Eagles as a whole that uh, it was enough for me. I I, I still think the commanders are a sneaky team right now and they're, they're putting together a good season so far. Very competitive They're I think they're two and two.
1: They're two and two. Yeah. They play tomorrow. Yeah. so They look tomorrow. They should be three and two. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? I, I kind of echo your thoughts. Uh, the, I'm not concerned about the Eagles' offense. They they yeah. showed what they were capable of. Their passing defense is statistically – they statistically have a bottom five passing defense in football. Um, very – I, I – it's very it is concerning because their past defense has been bad in three out of four games they've played. And the quarterbacks they've played in those games are Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins, and Sam Howell. Like none of those are elite guys. So what happens when they play Patrick Mahomes in week eleven? Uh, what happens when they play oh, Dak, Pres- Dak Prescott twice this year? Um, What happens when they play Josh Allen in week 12? So to me, that's like their only like legitimate weakness is that passing defense, but it is, it, it's a real weakness though. You have to be able to stop the pass in, the, in this league and they've been unable to do that. Like, like give credit to Sam Howell, but he's not a guy that you should give up 31 points to in your home stadium. So it's a good, it's a win. And at this point in the season, wins are all that really matter. But I, I think they're, I will, I think their past defense is worth keeping an eye on. Um, to see for the rest of the season to see if it improves and to see if it holds them back from winning the Super Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll add I'll add one more thing about that game. And we can move on. Uh yeah. I am really excited to see like the way DeAndre Swift is evolving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Watch that game. He looks he just looks so good running the ball. Like he's he's hard to bring down, he's got speed, shiftiness, power. Like all in in one player, he can catch the ball. They're just not giving him the full workload right now. They're he's basically splitting with Kenneth Gainwell, which is annoying because Kenneth yeah. Gainwell's not. He wasn't. The, he doesn't have the pedigree that DeAndre Swift has. So it's good to see that him producing, you know, after injury problems. Mm-hmm.
1: They're, yeah, they're, they yeah, they kind of plagued his career in Detroit for sure.
0: Yeah, their rushing offense is unstoppable right now. And, yeah. They're so using that to good.
1: play action and and uh, Jalen Hurts' running game. Yeah, he adds an element to their offense for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 4-0 is 4-0. You don't apologize for wins. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll uh, move on to two teams that played each other that we felt were Super Bowl contenders. We'll see if one of those teams is still is a Super Bowl contender. And that's the Buffalo Bills just putting it on the Miami Dolphins. I believe the final score was 48 to 20 if I have that correctly. Yeah. Correct. Um, in the first quarter it looked like this game was going to be like a shootout because both teams scored on their opening possessions. It was 14-14. And then the Bills just just put it on miami um the concerns that i've had against the uh, about the dolphins defense was put on full display giving up 48 points is not a good look despite how good the bills offense is um it appears as people a lot of people overreacted to the bills week 1 loss to the jets that's for sure i mean
0: um, we were not overreacting but
1: yeah a lot of people did yeah a lot of, well josh allen's not that good well oh. how, how about now Um, So Josh Allen in this game had basically a perfect game. He had a perfect passer rating, Um, 158.3 passer rating. Can't do any better than that. Stefan Diggs had a monster performance. Um, But let's let's, um, shift towards the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Or or what I should say, like, I'm going to present the question to you, Jack. Was this game more about the Bills or is it more about the Dolphins? Like, this is by far the best team they played, yeah. and they get housed. So, what do you I, think
0: about that? I think it's more about the Bills just being – just buzzsaw, you know. Um, I don't really – there's not a whole lot for me to take away from this game for both sides. I think it was just a well-played football game. Yeah. Um, both offenses were playing well, and, and the Dolphins' offense was playing well in the first half. They just they, – They couldn't, couldn't keep up. It, yeah. Down.
1: Yeah. They it's hard to win, Yeah.
0: Uh yeah, I don't know how many sacks the Bills had, but they had a they're getting a lot of pressure on Tua, mm-hmm. and so he can't he can't step back and sit back in the pocket and and look for Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, uh, so that changed their offense completely. But I I don't really my opinions on the Dolphins. It, bo- both these teams really haven't changed after this game. I don't know what you think, but.
1: Well, I had the Dolphins ranked ahead of the Bills. I said they were better than last week. I changed that opinion. The Bills are better, and they showed in this game. Um, yeah, they're probably team, a better, better, all-around team. Yes, they are. They're better, much better defensively. The Dol- I am concerned. I am, I do have concerns about Miami's defense. Um, mm-hmm. One nugget from this game, or one notable thing that happened in this game for the Bills is Tredavious White, uh, their star cornerback looks like he seriously injured his uh serious lower leg injury. Mm-hmm. He appears to be out for the year. I'm not, Is he out for the year? Can you confirm that? It sure uh, looks like he was. I can't confirm that, but from all the reports I heard it was pretty bad. And pretty- his his reaction, I watched when I was watching the game, his reaction kind of told me all I needed to know. He threw his helmet across the field. <laughs> yeah. So it's that's rough cuz Javius White, he's a really good player when he's healthy and he he tore his ACL a couple years ago. Yeah. That's going to not, that's not going to be a positive uh, effect on their defense uh, for the rest of the season, and especially come playoff time. The good thing is, my main takeaway from this game is that I'm not overreacting the Dolphins. I still think they're, you know, they're a top, you know, Five. five to seven team in the league. I am concerned about their defense, which is why I can't put them in that upper echelon. Um, but my opinion on the Bills is increased a little bit because they they passed the test by beating their first really good team this year. Um but we'll see if they can do it in the playoffs. They've been they've been unable to do that the last few years. So we'll see if this is the year. Yeah. That's to be found out. But Josh Allen's still Josh Allen and um their window is their super bowl window is still absolutely open. There was talk about whether or not it closed. I think that was overreactionary. So, Definitely, that's exactly. basically all I f- all I have from this game. I'm not going to overreact too much. No,
0: I'm not either. And, and the Bills, they've had many, many uh playoff matchups with the Chiefs who we'll uh we'll talk about next, the Chiefs. Yes. Uh they beat the Jets this weekend 23 to 20 in a surprisingly close game. Yeah. Uh, that showed Zach Wilson playing probably the best game of his career, and still lost. And Patrick Mahomes playing one of those worst games of his career, arguably. Um, I think mean, he. I think he threw two picks, right? Yeah, picks. Oh, yeah, yeah. That like was two in, two in the second quarter or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think. I think. I don't know if I want to go there. I think Patrick Mahomes is kind of regressing a bit. Like a little bit, Okay, I, oof. a little bit, like a teeny
1: tiny bit from last year. Come on. I mean, from last year. Yeah. Because he was the MVP last year.
0: Yeah. As a whole, um No. Like he's still Patrick Mahomes, but he there's, he's got some room to grow this year and I think he can do it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Like and their defense is carrying them. Their defense is playing well. Yeah. It, Ish, they kind they. When you make Zach Wilson look that good, there's, there's some issues. I Not think a good look. issues in their secondary. Yeah, um, but as for the Jets, uh, this game doesn't really change my opinion of them as well. Like it was good to see Zach play that well, but I still don't think he played great. Like, yeah, there's just so many issues on that team. It's it's hard for him to be great when his offensive line is mid his running backs are mid his receivers are mid but could be elite if garrett wilson can get it together they can get targets and their defense is above average but yeah I, I don't know it doesn't really change a whole lot how
1: i think that about the jets what about you so, as for Mahomes, um, obviously was not good Sunday. Um, but this Jets defense also made Josh Allen look even worse uh, in week one. So, I I think the Jets defense, I don't know what it is when they play these high-level quarterbacks, but they're a good defense. You know, that's pretty obvious. That was made obvious in the offseason. You know what they um, do? You know what they do? What? They put two high safeties, right? Yeah. Barely any
0: man coverage. Because Mahomes and Allen could both beat you with their legs in man coverage. Mm-hmm. That that's just an observation. Maybe, maybe yeah, that's something the Jets do only. I'm not sure.
1: So that could be it. Because like the two picks Mahomes threw that looked like he just kind of like lofted them up. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> um, I mean, through four, it's obviously it's been four games. Is he <laughs> as good as he was last year in these first four games? No, but that's obviously a high bar. He has only had like one like great game and that was against the bears so you know i i could play great against the bears the jacksonville game he was pretty good um maybe not stat you know maybe didn't put up insane numbers but i thought he played pretty well the lions game i think is was more so his receivers just selling like Kadarius tony couldn't catch sky Moore couldn't catch that was just a disastrous showing from the receivers this was his first kind of bad game in this year um I still think he's by far the best – he hasn't been the best quarterback through four games this year? No, but I think he's still easily the best quarterback in the NFL by a wide margin. Um, um, as for the Jets, I think I gained some respect for them for being competitive because it would have been really easy. It was 17 nothing. It would have been really easy just like lie down and be like, we're one and two. We have Zach Wilson at quarterback. We don't need to – well, let's just get out of here and uh, move on to next week. They didn't, though. They they they, st- they stayed in the game. They made it competitive. They honestly – I I am not a blame-the-refs person. There was some uh, iffy officiating at the end of that game. Um, I think Sauce Gardner did hold, though. There was. So there. I, I think they made the right call. Um, and not holding on the Chiefs uh, lineman, too. Yeah, there's a lot of discourse God. whether or not that's holding or not because his hand placement, yeah, um, yeah. his hand placement was technically legal. Um, the Jets should have won that game though, and like what you said about Wilson, by his standards, he played great. But when mm-hmm. you think about it, like the Jets' offense only scored 18 points, and he ended up making the game losing mistake by fumbling that snap. So, Wilson. Like I said, like if that that's the best game of your career, that's probably not, that's probably not the best. That's probably yeah, not that, great. But he easily played better than Mahomes did. did. Um, but I still think my opinion of the chiefs did not change, but I did gain some more respect for the jets. If, if they can play like that against the, the league's best, like I think they'll crush Denver this week when they play. Yeah. Um, I, I think they, they can be competitive. They show they can be competitive if Wilson plays at least at a respectable level. Fair enough. Um, so that kind of those were kind of the more notable games from week four. Um, there were a couple yeah. other good ones. Rams Colts is a good game that went into overtime. Um I'm trying to think of like other like good games. Raiders Chargers was a decent game. Raiders Chargers uh, was a close game. Uh Khalil Mack shout out six sacks. Uh wow. That was that was a good one. He does not get my player of the week though. Um <laughs> I considered him, but he is he um he fell just short. But overall a good week four. So what do you what do you think about that? Do you agree?
0: Yeah it was a good week. Uh I don't think it was as good as week three, but Yeah. I, I think it was a good week and It's looking like week five is going to be even better.
1: Yes, but before we get to week five, we will give our players the week for week four. And I'll go first. And I'm going to go with someone who played last Monday night, a rookie Uh, Devin Witherspoon, the top five pick of the Seattle Seahawks rookie corner had one of the best games that I've seen from a defensive player, let alone a guy playing in his fourth career game that you could have. He had a couple sacks, which as a corner, that's hard to do. He had a 100 yard pick six off of Daniel Jones. He was, he was great in run support. He was all over the field. He had the Giants offense uh having he had the Giants offense in hell all night. He was he was incredible. And I think um he's gonna be a special player for a long time if, you know? if that's what he's capable of. So that was that was uh that was fun to watch. He was, he earns my player of the week. The number five overall pick of last year's class. Like Um, whenever a corner gets picked top five, people are like, Oh, you really picked a corner. And I'm, and I was like, I was high on him. And I'm like, just you watch. And he's showing that he was worth, worth that uh, draft investment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he for sure was, um, that, that Seahawks defense is looking pretty good. Um, they're looking good. Yeah. Uh, my player of the week, uh, I was debating this one. It's between two players, uh, but I picked uh, Josh Allen. Uh, it, was between, it was between Josh Allen and A.J. Brown for me. Um, Josh Allen, uh, perfect pass rating, like you said before. 21 for 25 for three, 320 yards and five total touchdowns um, with one rushing touchdown. Uh, I, I don't know if a lot needs to be said about this, but if you watch that game, you saw the impact that Josh Allen can have. And yes, he makes mistakes. Yes. He puts the ball in harm's way a lot Uh, more so than most quarterbacks, but he puts his body in harm's way, (laughs) but yeah, he, he just, he's too good. He's so good. He has a bazooka arm. And when him and Diggs are hooking up, man, it's, it might be the best duo in football. Like one of the best duos.
1: It's definitely up there. Yeah. I considered Allen as well. Um, that's I mean he, he the stats say he almost he essentially had a perfect game and I didn't realize how good he was when I was watching the game until I looked at his stats I'm like he has more touchdowns than incompletions so um, <laughs> if he could just if he could just eliminate games like he had against the Jets in Week One or a couple games they had last year yeah he he would be you know I think I think he's the second best quarterback in the league but I think he'd be considered closer to Mahomes than he is if that makes sense
0: I think. I on that note I think the public perception right now is he's
1: third behind Hurts because I think most people most people I think have him ahead of Hurts I definitely have him ahead of Jalen Hurts okay yeah that's probably fair I I have Hurts ahead personally but Uh, ahead of Josh Allen yeah okay I mean I get the arc Allen's been better this year for sure in his whole career he's a more longer career but yeah
0: but yeah um, and speaking of Jalen Hurts, uh, we're going to get into a week five preview. Yes. And our first game on the docket is going to be the Eagles at the Rams. Um, Owen, oh, what are your what are your thoughts on this game? Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. Um Eagles are on paper a better football team than the Rams, but the Rams have been pretty competitive this year. So, what are your thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, like when I when I uh, looked at the schedule, I didn't think this would be a preview game because I, you know, obviously the Eagles were projected to be Super Bowl contenders. The Rams were projected to be uh, a bad team, and that I mean the Eagles are still Super Bowl contenders, but the Rams have been significantly better than many people, including myself, expected. Um... The game is in uh, SoFi, correct? It's in yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is, well, you know, the Rams have no home field advantage, so that's going to be technically. There's going to be a ton of Eagles fans there. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious the Eagles are better. Like the Rams, like I said, they've been they've been competitive, um, but. <sighs> Their offensive line is not good, and that's not a recipe for success against the Eagles' pass rush, who, by the way, had five sacks of Sam Howell last Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, The concern with the Eagles' defense is not their pass rush. It's their secondary, which could be susceptible. I mean, Puka, Puka Nakua, who looks like Jerry Rice through four games, could have another big game against the Eagles' passing defense. Um, But I think the biggest mismatch is the Eagles offense against the Rams defense, who's actually not been bad this year. They just don't don't have a lot of talent defensively outside of Aaron Donald. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just think the better football team will win. The Eagles, I think, think will win this game. I think it'll be close for about two and a half quarters, but I think they'll pull it away in the end Um, just because I – I don't think their D. De- I don't think the Rams can keep up with the Eagles' offense um, score because they have a big mismatch against their defense. If that, I kind of jumbled a bunch of words together there. They're um, good, but yeah, give me Eagles thirty-one, Rams twenty. Okay.
0: Yeah, you were talking about the Rams' offense, and in in my head, it popped up that. Cooper Cup is coming back this week. He is. I I thought he was practicing. Is he confirmed that he's playing? Uh, I don't think it's confirmed that he's for sure playing yet. That'll be like Sunday morning. Okay. Well, if Cup he, plays, he's, he's trending towards playing, and that's going to be interesting to see how he gets uh using the offense because Puka has is- been a target hog, and obviously, when Cooper Cup comes back, he's going to get targeted. So it's probably yeah. – like, I'm guessing like 60-40 target split. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't think Puka, Puka Nakua is just going to go away. You can't, you can't. I don't think he is either. Like, did you know that Like, he's on pace to, like, break the single-season single, seeded, single season yardage record? For a, a rookie or overall? For a, for a wide receiver in general.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. with the law of averages, that's probably not going to hold. But
1: No, it's not. It's, it's just – Kind of textualizing how ridiculous he's been through these first four games
0: oh for sure um i like the points you made about the eagles though I, i'm in full agreement with you i just don't see I, and i don't see the rams just outscoring the eagles um i think the eagles are going to be able to run the ball well um against that front mm-hmm. i think they're going to be able to throw it and there's something in my mind telling me that this is going to be either a big Devontae Smith game or a big Dallas Goddard game, um, which we've been kind of waiting for. Uh, yeah. But I think it's going to be a balanced effort from the Eagles overall, and I'm going to pick the Eagles to win. Uh, let's go 30 to 20.
1: So basically, one a one-point difference. I had 31-20. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, if more Cup happy. plays, that changes a bit because you have Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua and Matthew Stafford against a, what has been a statistically bad passing defense. So that could be a mismatch. But regardless, even if Cup plays, I still like Philadelphia. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh,
0: staying in that same division, um, the next game we're going to look at is the 49ers and Cowboys. This one is going to be in San Francisco um big game uh 4 is four0 Cowboys are three one. this is
1: the Sunday night game, right? Yeah.
0: yeah yeah this is the game of the week for sure um i'll I'll start off uh and go first um oh, this is gonna be a good game uh So my early takes on this one I think I think these are two pretty similar teams to be honest. Good defenses, good run games, good passing games. Um, Uh, Sorry, I'm blanking. (laughs) Uh, uh, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to go off again. He goes off every week. Um, We had 48 fantasy points last week. (laughs) Yeah. Someone in my league had him and i wasn't facing
1: him luckily but uh i considered him for player of the week but uh i i didn't really watch much of that game and i watched the seahawks so that's what with witherspoon
0: mm-hmm. yeah i one thing i i think could happen in this game i think dak could get flustered
1: a little bit and yeah. not have a good game uh he has a shaky history against the 49ers of course the playoff in the playoffs the last two years so mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, having said all that, I think I'm going to have to stick with the 49ers, man. I, I, much like the Eagles, I just don't see them losing this game. Um, uh, I'm going to go 49ers, 24 Cowboys,
1: 17. 24, 17. Yeah. Okay. Kind of a defensive. Um, game. Yeah, um, man. I have w- gone back and forth on this one um because I think the Cowboys outside of one you know I don't know if we can call- I think we can maybe call it a fluke against Arizona. They've been borderline unstoppable this year. They beat the Giants 40 to nothing, Patriots 38 to 3, and then they beat the Jets by 20. So like they've been blowing these teams out. Obviously none of those are None of those teams are exactly Super Bowl contenders by any means. But, like, they're doing what they're having to do against, you know, mediocre competition. The 49ers are obviously not mediocre competition. Um, I do think Dallas' defense... Can be challenged a lot more in this game. There were, especially without Trayvon Diggs, been out, obviously he's out for the season. Tore his ACL in practice a couple weeks ago. But the 49ers offense just creates so many problems for opposing defenses with the amount of playmakers they have. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I think the Cowboys defense could create issues for Brock Purdy because this is not this is not the Cardinals or the Giants he's going up against or the Rams back in week like he didn't play that great against the Rams, but you know what I mean? Like the Cowboys defense is not the Cardinals or the, he's not going to, be. what was his stat line against the Cardinals? I think he only threw like one incomplete pass.
0: It was a game manager, game manager game. He's like, not going to be a able to block party game.
1: Yeah. Essentially. He's not going to be able to do that against, uh, in this game. Um, but Dak, Dak Prescott has really struggled against the 49ers the last couple years. Mm-hmm. um, Dallas' offensive line's healthy, though. They got Martin back. They, I think they got Tyron. Is Tyron Smith back? I don't know. I think he's coming back, too, yeah. Okay. So, maybe they can mitigate that pass rush, but I think there's a mental aspect because, like, Dak knows what happened in the playoff game last year where he just played awful in that game. We're like he goes in that stadium and it's just kind of like, he sees ghosts kind of like every quarterback like has, has that stadium or that team they play against, they go to and they just like never play well. Dak just like has struggled against the 49ers in recent years and largely the same, the same personnel. I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I think people are going to be disappointed because they're going to expect like high scoring. I think both these defenses are too good for it to be a low scoring game. But I trust the 49ers more um just because I think they're slightly better that might seem like something like a simple explanation and I just and I just think um they'll they'll make enough plays defensively and their playmakers like the McCaffrey and Kittle and Debo will create just enough issues for the Cowboys defense for them to win this game. So give me 49ers. 20 Cowboys 17.
0: Or like we're we're close with the scores.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you and all your points there. And and I could see the 49ers running the ball pretty well. Uh,
1: they could. I think they could too. Um, this this will by far be the biggest test for Cowboys defense. This is not mm-hmm. this is not the Giants offense or the Patriots offense you're going up against. This is a This is a whole new level of competition. Well-oiled machine.
0: (laughs) Um, Moving on to our next game, our final game uh, of week five. It's the Jaguars traveling to London to take on the Bills. 8.30 a.m. kick here uh, in the United States. Um, Oh, and I'll have you start off on this one. Uh, what are your reads on this game? Uh, do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to play well, have his best game of the year? Uh, do you think Josh Allen can
1: keep up? What are your thoughts on this game? I'm actually really excited for this game um, because I did not get up to watch the Jaguars play the Falcons. You could not make me wait, make, wake up to watch the Falcons. <laughs> but this game is worth waking up for. Um <laughs> I th- I'm gonna start off. I always start off by saying who I think the better team is. I think the Bills are better than Jacksonville. I don't think it's particularly close, but I could. St- I could see a scenario where the Bills lose because they have to go to London. Jacksonville was already in London. So I I would presume they stayed there. I think it'd be pretty useless to fly back to the States and then fly back out. Um, So you have the time change, you have the travel. So that could like affect teams. Um, We've seen that in the past, but I just, you know what I was going to, I was going to, I was going to go chalk. I'm going to pick the upset here. I'm going to go with the Jaguars and here's why the bills are coming off a huge win as we just discussed over the dolphins. And I think they could, this get, could have a bit of a hangover effect going into this game. they are like just so high off this win that when you combine that with the weird travel schedule, the time change playing in a different setting. Uh, Cause I don't think this bill seems ever played overseas before. So it'll be a different feel for them. Mm-hmm. I think they could come out flat and have a letdown game. Um, and I think the Jaguars will be ready to play because they're two and two. Going, they, you don't want to start two and three, especially like every single team in the Jacksonville's division is two and two. So I think to keep pace with them, they gotta. I think they want they're, they're going to have some motivation to want to pull ahead a little bit. Um So I think they're going to win this game. Uh, I think it's going to be a shootout, though. I think it's going to be different from the Cowboys 49ers game. I think Allen – and because I think the Jaguars' defense is not good, despite Desmond Ritter making them look like the 85 Bears. Breaking news, Josh Allen is not Desmond Ritter. I think the Bills' offense will get theirs in this game. But I think they could be lethargic defensively, especially now without Tredavious White. I think Lawrence could have a big day. Um. And I'm gonna give get get Jacksonville the upset. And all of a sudden, Jacksonville's three and two. Both these teams would be three and two. And it would change a lot of things. I think Jacksonville would um reassert themselves as like possible, a possible uh team that can make a deep playoff run if they win this game. Um I'll gain a lot of respect for them if they win, and I'm picking them too. So give me Jaguars 33, Bills 27. Okay. I like that. Uh, hmm.
0: I think you bring up good arguments on the bills, having to travel, but these are professionals, you know, that they know what they're doing. They have regimens that they follow. They're going to be, I think that'll be fine. I think that won't be as hard for them to adjust to as maybe you're making it seem. Um, mm. But it is a factor. Uh, I I think for some reason, I think this is going to be Trevor Lawrence's biggest game of the year. I don't know why. I just just think it it will. Um, He's got his full complement of receivers, running backs, all that. And I don't think the Bills defense is something to be like completely scared of.
1: Their corners are not good, especially without White. Their corners, yeah. their corners are not good at all.
0: It's a good defense, don't get me wrong. but It is, yeah. I don't think it's the 49ers' defense or the Cowboys. No, no, but, no. Uh, Having said all that, I am i don't think it's going to be an upset. I don't think the Jaguars are going to pull it off. Um, I think Josh Allen's just too good. Uh, I could see him turning the ball over once, throwing a pick. But still, I, I think the Bills are going to come out of this one. Yeah. Um, so that would make them uh, 3 uh, 4 and 1 and
1: the Jaguars 2 and 3. Yeah. Which in the AFC South 2 and 3 is not awful. No, they'll be remember, fine. Yeah, they, they they'll be fine. Their schedule could get will get a little easier. Um yeah. But yeah, if I think some conversations if the Bills lose I don't think it's a disaster. Um cuz they're losing to a quality team um in a weird setting. If the Jaguars win this game, I think I think they'll their preseason expectations will be warranted. Um yeah. despite despite a bit of a slow start here in the first uh four weeks. Mhm.
0: Yeah, they'll they'll be the contenders in that division along with the Texans and the Colts. It'll be that's yeah. actually a sneaky good-looking, good looking good good looking division to be honest
1: right I now. I mean, when you really think about it, you have Trevor Lawrence, CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson in the same division for the next like 10 years or so. Mhm. Yeah, so that that that'll be a lot of fun.
0: And hope the Titans will draft a QB next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see a quarterback that's not Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill. Mayonnaise boy, I forget Ryan, his name. Ryan Ryan Thrill. <laughs> no, no, no. Who is the mayonnaise boy? Who's I forget? Oh, Will Levis. Him? Uh, yeah.
0: No, he's never going to play in the NFL. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I like the Jaguars getting that upset and um, it'll be a big win for Trevor Lawrence and company. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So go ahead. So let's um, I mentioned some rookie quarterbacks, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson. There have been a lot of rookies these first four weeks that have um, made an impression. And so I'm going to give – I think each of us are going to give – One offensive, one defensive. One team. offensive, one defensive rookie that's really stood out. Um, I'll go first, I already mentioned my defensive rookie. It's Devin Witherspoon. I mean, I think he's going to be a consensus top five corner here in a few weeks. He is a stud. Wow. Um, like, he's got that kind of potential. Um, Richard Sherman? The, what? German potential in Seattle? Well, maybe like him and Tariq Woolen. That's going to be an insane cornerback duo. Um, so they got good safeties too. With they the do. Well, if, Jamal, if Jamal Adams could stop getting hurt yeah. and uh, Quandre Diggs as well, like Seattle, it could be like not quite the Legion of Boom, but they're doing some things right up there. Um, so uh, Devin Witherspoon is my defensive. They're my NFC championship. I have them going to the NFC championship game. Rocky week one. I don't know if they're better than the 40. I know they're not better than the Eagles, the Niners right now. We'll see how they're playing by the end of the year. I think that team has a lot of potential. And it's a lot of it's because of Devin with uh, the way they've drafted taking guys like Devin Witherspoon and my offensive uh, rookie that stood out to me thus far. An easy answer would be one of the quarterbacks, I gotta go with Puka Nakua. I mean, I what he's doing, like he's like the only receiver in that offense that scares anybody with cup out these first four weeks, and he's he looks like one of the best receivers in the league already. He is, he's um been very impressive to me as a fifth round pick at a BYU. Not a lot of people had a ton of expectations, and here he is having a hundred yard games like he's playing seven on seven. Um really impressive. Uh and um Rams' offense is gonna be fun to watch when Cooper Cups comes back. Uh when you pair him along with Puka Nakua. So he is my offensive rookie that's impressed me the most thus far.
0: Those are, that's a good list. Um I'll start off on the offensive side. Uh I was debating two names, uh CJ Stroud and uh uh what was it uh anthony richardson um of course I'm, I'm gonna stick with the quarterback uh but i'm gonna pick i'm gonna go with anthony richardson to be honest
1: okay all right
0: i think stroud has a higher ceiling than him in my opinion and i see cj stroud having a longer career um i think very well uh anthony richardson could be a bust but as of right now,
1: he sure doesn't look like one right now. That's no, for sure.
0: <laughs> no, and I was very skeptical of, of him going into this to the season. Cause yeah, he was not a very good quarterback in college, had a lot of turnover problems. He had injury problems as well. Um, but he's been playing great and running the ball. I think he averages about like 50 yards a game on the ground, which is really good. That's like Lamar Jackson esque. Yeah. And he's throw he's efficient throwing the ball. um, He's just looked good and comfortable in that, in that offense, and that offense has a, has a chance to get even better with Jonathan Taylor coming back this week,
1: possibly. Um, yeah, R- Richardson, he made some throws against the Rams that made me go, like, oh, my God. Like, a guy's making throws like that in his third game. He didn't play in the previous week. Like, mm-hmm. really impressive. A couple guys, um, I'll let like, you get your defensive guy first.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh... Defensive rookie of the year. So, I was going to go with Christian Gonzalez, uh, who is the corner uh, at the, uh, with the Patriots. Yeah, but I am going to switch that because he's injured. Um,
1: and I'm he going to go and Might Zane be Cole. out for the year, which is not not good because he looked like a stud. Really, he d- he really did.
0: I'm gonna go with Jalen Carter. Uh, oh,
1: okay, yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, the other guy I was thinking about was Brian Branch, um, who plays for the Lions. He's a like a nickel. Yeah, yeah, he's a good. Yeah, he's been good as well. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go with Jalen Carter because that Eagles defensive line is nasty. It is it is nasty, and he's been making an impact in the run game. Him and Jordan Davis, that's a nasty deal. Like uh, in the inside of defensive line there, and they've been wreaking havoc on quarterbacks. And I think they have the most hurries in the NFL. If I'm if I'm uh, correct, they're, I'm sure they're up there. I don't have the numbers in front of me at the moment, but yeah. they have the most quarterback pressures. They're up there, and he's been a big part of that. And wow, he has he has a huge ceiling. Uh, you know, uh, as a defensive lineman there in in, in Philadelphia, but he. He's been playing really well. It's good to see out
1: of him. Yeah, he's been a monster. He's uh, he's been living in opponents' backfields. The crazy is like the Eagles' defensive line is probably the best in the league, and he's arguably the best player on that line right now. Yeah, or at least has been this season, and he probably will be by the end of the year. Like his potential, he he's yeah, I think he could be like a perennial All Pro player. Um, just just a freak. Like he gives he gives me kind of Aaron Donald vibes. I know that's high praise. Like, like that he gives me a Duncan Sue vibes. Sue as well. I think he's more athletic than Sue, which is insane to say. Mm-hmm. Like he just he's a beast. I don't know. The the fact that the Eagles got him is just not fair. <laughs> for, <laughs> just like oh my goodness. Yeah, for sure. Um so Last week, we gave our top five teams in the NFL. Uh, We'll go on the opposite side of this, opposite side of the spectrum this time around. We're going to give our bottom five teams in the NFL. There's a lot of bad teams in the NFL, a lot of teams that here on October 4th, early in the season, we could sit here and say their season's over. Or at the very least, close to over. Um, Jack, I'll let you go first. Who are the five teams in the NFL that are just complete dumpster fires? And you look at and said, I don't want to watch you play. Okay. Um,
0: so I think the worst team in the NFL. I'll go from bottom to like bottom top. Uh, yeah. I think the worst team in the NFL is the Bears right now. I still think. I still think oh it's my- the Bears. Oh my yeah. Um, I don't think that's debatable to be honest. No. Uh, I can't wait to watch him play tomorrow. I know, oh. I know me neither. It's actually it should be a good game. Um oh, mm. like competitive. I mean
1: competitive, not quality football. <laughs> uh, Compe- yeah, the commanders. We'll see. The commanders are I'll I keep going, but the commanders are respectable, at least. Mm, yeah.
0: Uh at number four,
1: uh
0: I think at this point, I have to go with the Raiders. Okay. Uh, wow. All right. They're, they just, I feel like they've had such an underwhelming season. They should be playing better than they are. G- Jimmy Garoppolo is mid. I just don't think they have a high ceiling at all this year. And it'll be, it'll be interesting because I think they're a competitive team. Like they compete in games. I just don't think they can pull out the wins. Yeah. Josh
1: McDaniels also is a terrible coach. Yeah, yeah. Not breaking any news there. No.
0: Um at number three. Uh I think it's the Giants. I think I'm gonna <laughs> God. Can uh, we stop putting the Giants on primetime, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna say too much about the Giants because they have the worst offensive line in football. But uh at number two, I'm gonna go with the Jets. At number two, Jets. Yep, I think the Jets are. I think they're worse than the Broncos. I think they're worse than the
1: Broncos, to be honest. And Even the though they almost beat the Chiefs like a couple nights ago. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yep. Zach Wilson's... I
0: think. Yeah, I think a lot has to do with the quarterback. Um, and I have faith in the quarterback or the offensive system, but. I'm going to go with the Jets at number two. And wow. for my least worst NFL team, I'll go with the Broncos. So I think, I think the Broncos are better than the Giants. I think they're better than the Jets. And I think they're better than the Bears as well. Um, okay. prove that so you, by
1: beating them. you don't, you don't have the Owen four
0: Panthers in there. Oh, I forgot about the Panthers. That's my fault. I guess I'll replace the Panthers with, uh, I would put them in, uh, instead of the Cardinals. But, you didn't put the
1: Cardinals in there you had <laughs> you had the uh you had the Bears the Raiders the Giants the Jets and the Broncos yes so you put uh, them in the right, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll replace them with the Jets then I'll be fair okay I'll all right done. sorry okay. I, I didn't write it I should write it down next time but
1: yeah that was so just- who, would have, who would have thought that four weeks in the season the Cardinals would not be a bottom five team and it would not be a crazy take no. Uh, one more thing on my list.
0: In that list, I would put the Panthers uh, – I'd put them behind the Raiders. I'll
1: give the Raiders uh, some slight there. So you go Bears' worst, Panthers' second worst. Yep, Raiders. Uh, Ra- then Raiders, Giants, who Broncos. won a playoff game last year. That seems crazy. And then uh, and then the Broncos. Yep, that's a good thing. Okay. That's a that, – yeah, that's good. That's fine. Alright, so my bottom five teams, not a hot take here, the Bears. I mean, they're just they're just they're barely an NFL team. <laughs> like they're just they're brutal. Um now, guess when the Bears last won a game? Like dating back to last season. Guess when they last won their last win was? Wasn't it like October? It was october 24th it was monday night football against your patriots Uh, um week seven of last year was their last win and they have not won a game since so we're going we're going on a year uh that is not ideal Oh goodness um my uh, two i have i'm gonna go with the panthers at two um not much to be said here. Not not much talent offensively. Bryce Young has struggled thus far. Not all his fault, but definitely look, doesn't look the part of his rookie counterparts, C.J. Stroud and uh, Richardson. Uh, yeah, the Panthers, I mean, when you're 0-4, not much needs to be said when ranking the worst teams. I'm gonna go with the Giants at three, to be honest with you. The Giants are very lucky. They're not 0-4. They needed to come back to beat Arizona in week two. They're awful. Like I've had to watch them in three primetime games this year. Just a very, very bad football team. And that Daniel Jones contract is uh, how's that looking right now? Mm. Not good. Abel does not like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not. Um, I can't imagine he likes their offensive line either. Oof. So, um, by the way the Giants play the Bills in primetime on the road in, in 2 weeks. Oh. So, yeah, that should be fun. Um, <laughs> coming in number 4, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Raiders at 4. Um just terribly coached team, very bad defense. They have some pieces on offense, but not a, not a, not a lot. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't play last week, but I don't think he makes much of a difference there. Yeah, not much to be excited about for the Raiders. Um, they're not like a complete embarrassment, like the Bears, the Panthers, and the Giants, but they're just bad. They're boring. They're bad. Mm-hmm. They don't really provide much excitement in the past. if the Packers lose them next Monday night, uh ooh, I will not uh that that will be a rough fire Matt LaFleur. That's what it's gonna be. No, I'm I'm not joking. I would start that narrative if they lose the Raiders. Um coming number five, to me is between the Broncos and the Cardinals. But I'm gonna go with the Broncos. Um so I have the same I I, I have the same list as you do. A little just bit a different order. You have the Raiders over the Giants. Yeah. Um because the Cardinals have been competitive. The Broncos are a week removed from giving up 70 points in a the game. They needed a 28-7. They needed to, they were down 28 to 7 to the Bears. They needed a miracle comeback to win that game. So that's not good. Um, so yeah, they're Russell Wilson does look much better than he did last year, though. So they're not they're not one in three because of Russell Wilson. They're one in three because they have the worst defense in football, Nobody. and just not a lot of talent on the roster. Um, so yeah, that's my bottom five teams. And if you're a fan of any of those teams, I would suggest start to start looking at mock drafts sooner rather than later. Yes, you
0: might want to. The Bears might want to draft Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. back to back. Um, oh boy. That that would be that would be special, but as a
1: Packers I, fan, that would not be special.
0: <laughs> no, but even then, I would still go with the wait see approach. Um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, that that is uh, that's going to be uh, all for our, our content for the night. Uh, we hope uh, that everyone enjoys listening to this podcast. Uh, it's been good talking with you tonight, Owen. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Uh, we thank everyone for listening, um, and we will see you next time.